Oh, that's sound. Tool intro. This is Tyler Yonke, Between Two Wheels podcast. It's been a while, folks, but Jiro is upon us, and therefore, maybe we only have to do one stage of the Jiro, and you've got it all. Is this going to be 2023 Jiro? Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, is this going to be 1990 all over again, where Gianni Bunya comes in, takes storms the 13 or so kilometer time trial, holds on to the Tour of Italy till the end? I don't know. We've got uh, Remco and Venipol blazing. I'm sorry, spoiler alert, <clears throat> but that's really what happened. Uh, but why don't we go right to the tail of the tape, and we'll just we're not going to play this because this is how this works here, folks. Um, so we're going to just kind of skip through. Um, I will. We've got, and we're going to go through all the people, the, the big time players, how the people did today, what this really means. We need a short one though. This is going to be like 15, 20 minutes here. We're just how we're going to be doing these. I'm going to be doing Tour de France uh, as well, uh, Giro, and then we'll do the, uh, what do you call it? The Vuelta. Uh, I know there's other bike racing out there, um, possibly. And, and look, I've had some health, minor health issues, but nagging going on and on. We'll talk about some of those. Uh, but my, my goal is to just like the tour and the Vuelta quick little show, maybe every day, maybe every day. I did that with the tour de France. It was pretty solid. Uh, although I have a lot of things going. Okay. <clears throat> we come out, who are the big, like the last, I did an episode after Perry Robay. We then had what Flanders. We had the Ardennes classic. We had, um, Liege, Bastogne, Liege. We've had uh, Tour of the Alps. We've had uh, Basque Country. I mean, all these things going on here. And who? Th there's there's four guys that I said are really just showing and shining. Uh, Remco and Evanipol. What he did in Liege it was really bad to see that Pogacar uh, crashed out. We didn't see it because it happened before the the cameras came on. But Pogacar crashes out, so we don't get to see this ultimate battle. And by the way, it was one of those. Uh, I'm going at this point, everybody. This is where I attacked last year on the Falcon or whatever that little climb was. He did it again. Only Pidcock can kind of go with him. And even then, it was just like hopeless. And he just rode him off his wheel. Eventable, that is. Uh, looks stunning. I'm not a fan of his because he seems really annoying. But there you go. Uh, Pogachar does similar things. I did the, a breakdown of how these guys have been now attacking from 20, 30 kilometers out. It's fantastic. Uh, Pogachar is doing that. Uh, Jonas has been, sorry, my volume's off. Jonas has been doing that as well. And uh, uh, we, we also know that uh, Primos, those are your kind of your top four guys. And we'll look at who's all in the Giro and what's going to happen. But it comes out Primos. Um, his team got beat up beforehand. I think there was two or three guys with some COVID issues. Uh, another one with a, with a wrecked. So Sep comes in and then uh, Tobias Foss goes out. And then you got another guy coming in three o'clock this morning, flying in a uh, British guy that, uh, so the team is kind of down a bit. Um, pretty section here. I think it's around the mid section of uh, Italy along the coast. Nice bikes, but it, it reminded me of kind of remember a few years ago, Tour de France comes down to the last time trial up La Ponche de Belfi portion of it, and it was flat, kind of ramping, and then it kicked up at the end. And lo and behold, Primus Roglic, now we look back, maybe missed his only chance at winning the Tour de France, and Pogacar ends up, you know, just destroying him by what, 40, 50 seconds or so. This kind of had a thing, it was like a 1.7 kilometer climb at the end, it was all flat to begin with. And you had really disparating uh, times, which you shouldn't see from 19 plus kilometers. 
uh, and we'll talk about some of that when it's when they're when they're full gas, and we'll maybe have some um, some interviews we'll play here as well. When it's full gas, it's really about um, kind of your aerodynamics and, and the the speed of the bikes and you know the arrow of the bikes, the outfits, all these things. Venipol is wearing his custom kit because uh, he's a Belgian time trial champion, and he puts up most of it, almost all of his time into Roglic and everyone else uh, prior to the climb. So that was impressive, and maybe you chalk some of that up to aerodynamics. Don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, riders go out. There's the bikes. They're checking those out. Here's the... Uh, let's see if we could actually take a look at... I don't know if they'll let us play the... Uh, so it's a little windy coming into the finish here. Uh, and there's the profile, okay? So 7.8 kilometer... I don't know what that is. Oh, that's at, to that point, I guess, for the first time check. Uh, you got another two time checks in here, and then you've got this last bit of this climb. Now, it wasn't as rampy as the Planche of Felfi, but you've uh, Mads Pedersen comes in as one of the early favorites, uh, post one of the best times. I think Brandon McNulty comes in, and best there you go, Brandon McNulty, American UAE put what three guys up there in the top 10 or so. So McNulty comes in there, post uh, the best time for a while, uh, and we'll talk about him too because he ended up with the uh, climbers jersey. The what? Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, so then um, Jao Meda probably overdoes his uh, abilities or, or over. Uh, he, he time trialed much better than you should expect him to have. Okay. That's just all I'm saying. Um, Jay Vine, the next guy with UAE, he put up another good time as well. Um, you had Gegenhart. He put up a top five time, I think. Um, Tomas was up there as well. There's Jao Meda. Uh, then you got a, a cross section. Um, uh, who are all these guys? I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll take a look at whether Remco's out in course. He's spinning. By the way, he was spinning. It looked like I don't know, not the bottom gear. I don't know what their gearing is. Like a twelve, maybe. A, let's assume it's eleven <clears throat> on the bottom. Okay, or you flip your wheel up. It's top gear, um, and it is. He's three or so up, so he's in the thirteen or so, spinning it out. Meanwhile, Remco, I mean uh, Roglic, is on the bottom there, uh, just put or the top, uh, the high gear, uh, and he's just pushing a higher, harder gear to push the whole time. I, I don't know what that means with anything, uh, but that's um, that's kind of what you had. Uh, Remco passing a bunch of people coming in here, twisty little finish. Filippo Ghana, that's the guy I, I should have known. Um, former world champion on the time trial, but he gets a little bit smoked as well. Remco comes up here and look, he's super arrow. When I'm watching this, he's on the flat. He's super arrow. And that's kind of what I'm talking about with, um, when it's a, you know, 19 kilometers, 20 kilometers, but for the most part, um, almost all, but two of that or 1.7 is flat. You are going to see uh, really advantage of aerodynamics, and he is very aero, and he stays in that position the whole time. Uh, there was even a Dutch. I saw heard this on cycling news po or the cycling podcast. And by the way, they're getting a little too fluffy, a little fluff going on there. So much so that it reminds me of the, how the old school Tour de France coverage for the U.S. was, where it was you know music and talking about this and that. And it's like I kind of just want bike racing info. <clears throat> Give me the bike racing info. <clears throat> so I might have to tune in a little bit more to SBS. But anyway, they were saying that even uh, a Dutch or a Belgium um, newspaper was talking about how aerodynamic the skin of uh, Venipol was. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit odd. Uh, but that's how they're, they're stacking up to do their stories there. Uh, comes in, and you can tell the whole time that um, 
Roglic wasn't going to put up as good a time. Clock kept ticking away. He comes in here fourth, fifth or so. Um, Stefan Kung uh, pips him at the end for fourth. So Philip Wagana, he does a decent time as well. And we'll look at the stats um, for everybody. There you go. Remco Avenipol comes in 22 seconds ahead of Ghana. 29 again uh, ahead of Almeida, which is, I think Almeida did a solid time trial. Tao Gegenhart, 40 seconds back. Kung, 43. Roglic, 6th there at 43. Jay Vine, 46 seconds. Brendan McNulty in 8th place at 48th. Garrett Thomas, 55. Uh, Vlasov at 55 as well. So almost a minute spread from top to bottom on the top 10. Uh, the UAE gets 8th with McNulty, 7th with Jay Vine, and 3rd with Jay Almeida. I don't think there's any doubt that Jalmita is going to be the the head guy for um, UAE, but Brandon McNulty, you know, you know, no slouch himself, and Jay Vine once again, uh, this, he's done, won some mountain stage stuff too as well. So uh, very good stuff there. He gets to pop the champagne, and I think they do a little thing about uh, stage two. It's mostly uh, it should be a sprint stage. I think there's some there you go, some categorized climb, but very small, and um, boom, it's going to be 188 kilometers, I think. And um, looks looks sprinty, very sprinty for these guys. Okay, we'll stop with there. Okay, so let me let me go to a few um, interviews. I think we can we can play some of these. Uh, this is a Dutch uh, website, um, but they, they mostly talk to Dutch people. Okay, but let's talk to. I think they talked to Roglic. So we should be able to, to get it all here. I don't speak Dutch. I don't, list, I don't understand it. Um, so, okay, here we go. Uh, I think this one, though, is all in, what do we call it? American? English. Pretty much. What can you say about your... Um, how come we're not hearing it? What time trial? Uh, but uh... Maybe they maybe they made it in a way that I can't do that. It's interesting. Um, I'll try it one more time here. Uh, maybe they have the sleeky little way of, of showing it so you can't play the sound off of it that would be that'd be sneaky um, but let me see nope i'm not i'm not here oh there you go i think it's me i think it's me let's try it one more time what can you say about oh, your okay. time trial? Me. sorry guys. uh yeah i'm happy about that although i don't know completely the results but uh for my feeling or what i did was uh, was nice i'm happy 43 seconds behind avonable uh, uh yeah uh whoops for sure you want to be in front but uh he's fine I mean, I did my best and uh, up to the next stages. Yeah, so what does it say about Avenipol if you feel fine and he's 43 <laughs> seconds faster? Uh, that, yeah, he was obviously faster today. Huh? And what, and what does that mean? Does it, does it yeah, impress you? No, not really. I mean, he's uh, <laughs> 20 days to go. And yeah, the, the fastest and the strongest one at the end uh, will win. Is the time gap bigger than you hoped before? I didn't hope for nothing. I mean, like I said, for sure you, you want to be in front, but on the other hand, I'm also not uh, three minutes behind. So I'm happy. A lot of things happened this week in your team. Your your, your, fre your freshest teammate, the last change, flew in um, on 3.30 this morning. He arrived in the hotel. Did that cause um, stress also also with you? With you? I mean, it's not ideal. Huh? Uh, and yeah, for sure it's uh, not something that you would wish for, but... Uh, we deal with it. Uh, yeah, we start the day today, and uh, yeah, we go on. You are happy about what you did today. Sorry. You are happy about what you did yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. In other words, uh, okay, shut the fuck, get out of my way. I'm, uh, I'm busy. Okay, uh, that's that's that one. Uh, what? Let's go back here. 
what's the interest? Okay, so I'm going to do a little bit, a bit of a breakdown here to talk about um, is is Eventable coming in too hot? I mean, that's a that's a concern. So uh, you, you can read between the lines with um, pre- Roglic there, and and he's like, look, you know, but now it gets pretty tough pretty quick. So you can't have to be ready. And these guys, they're tuning themselves pretty well, but you can't come in too hot. We got we got someone punch in the face. Thank you for coming. Okay, I don't know what that means, but uh, you're welcome. Uh, so. But it's it's at least um, it's important to understand, you know, it, are, they, are they timing themselves right? You don't want to come in now. Like I said early on, uh, Johnny Buño wins uh, 1990 Tour de France, and he does so with um, winning the opening time trial and winning the final all the way through. He held the pink jersey the whole entire time. Is that going to happen here? I don't know. This is a pretty big lead. Um, I didn't like I said mentioned. Uh, Liege, Bastion, Liege, and you've got to see where Remco is not, he's no slouch. He, he takes off the Basque Country. All, he climbs just well. He's just won the Vuelta. So uh, I don't know. So it come, talks about timing, or maybe he's just this phenom that we're going to start seeing coming out. Uh, but I would say, let's, let's pull up um, some of the results here. Uh, live stats. This is from today. So they, they did time the, uh, and I thought this was kind of interesting. It was just the timing on the one point. 7k time up the up up the climb at the finish uh brandon mcnulty ends up getting it he uh 12 seconds on gaggenhart almeida 12 seconds goes down here m uh, remco amicable at sixth place 16 seconds primus roglic 70 so my point is first of all congrats to mcnulty because he did a good time but he did a fantastic climb up here you put 17 16 seconds on uh remco and roglic but those two guys were were spot matched on so uh there's no there's no real difference between remco and um and event and and roglic for the climb itself so i mean look i, I don't know and i and i heard rumors that uh rem that uh, primos has been really focusing on the climbing stuff and you saw him at the was it the Basque country where those two went head to head and remco couldn't get the best of him and uh you know roglic ends up winning that uh partly because the climbing he was just you know right there with him now it's not enough to necessarily get any separation with remco so that could be issues but if you're working maybe focusing too much on uh the climbing and maybe your time trial just lacks a little bit this first time trial might uh indicate that um maybe remco's a little too hot maybe he's just super good at time trialing but as you can see with the at least a little assessment there uh your time up the climbs pretty good um i mean at the time checks we can see here um are they able to see so remco comes through here at the finish obviously he had the best time there uh the time check before I don't know, he had the best time there he had the best time there so he he was smoking it um from from start to finish let's see if we can go and find uh some uh some of these other um uh, interviews um let's go to uh this is pre-race i'd like to do after post-race gegenhart um i don't think is this a nope it won't let me look at that one maybe maybe tyler you you do a little bit more work beforehand um Let's see what Remco says. Is this in English? I don't know. We're not going to really get to that. Okay, let's just go to the actual uh, results, and then uh, maybe tomorrow I will pull up a few of the videos of interviews and whatnot. Okay, so full-on results. We've talked about that, but I'm going to 
kind of drop through on nations and then some different teams to see who's there and how they kind of, this is what I do. I break it down so you can kind of see who the legit riders are for each team and how they kind of fared, um, especially in the opening time trial. I mean, it's an indication, one, of your fitness, two, an indication we talked about of maybe aerodynamics of your team, um, and then, you know, three, uh, the, the other unknown is how are you coming into this race? You coming in hot, you coming in maybe a little bit where I need to build up to it. Um, so, uh, well, should we go teams or first of all, I just want to see the Americans in here. Uh, Brandon McNulty, we had Will Barto almost won a, a time trial a few years ago. Um, looks good there. Uh, minute 11 back McNulty was 48 seconds back Sep cuss 209 now I, I doubt Sep was intending to do much of anything I did hear Larry Warbass on the cycling podcast say that he went hard he still loses two minutes but he was kind of a marker for his team you know Sep I, I mean it'd be interesting to see if he actually ever works to become a team leader in one of these things how he would have to maybe develop himself he's not the worst time trial for for such a a pure climber, you see results like this quite often where he's kind of a, oh, uh, Riccatello, uh, Matthew Riccatello, he's he's there. He's an exceptional climber, so that'll be really interesting. And Joe Dombrowski. So we have, what, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six Americans. Solid. Um, it will be interesting to keep that. In, and look, there's only one, uh, there's one that's definitely going to be play a big part, which is Sep Cuss. So it will be interesting to see how that. Okay. Larry Warbas, as you can tell, he, he put out a marker. Uh, for his uh, team leader, uh, Arlon, and um, he was 210. So he, <laughs> he did a good marker because he was uh, uh, second uh, worse than his his guy there. Okay. Um, anybody on Alpacin de Koinic? No. They they don't really have a minute 56. I don't even know who their, their leader is for this race. Uh, Astana, uh, Gianni Moscon, oh, good old racist guy there. Uh, Sanchez Dombrowski comes in uh, at the bottom there. I don't know who's there. Luis Leon Sanchez, I guess. Is that your, is that your team leader? Uh, Bahrain. No, they have a few. And I did hear one of the Bahrain guys say, talk about aerodynamics and kind of not criticizing his team, but he's like, eh. um, actually it was Jack Haig. Oh, Jack Haig. Yeah, right here. Minute 36 down. So he's not so good. Caruso, you know, he's what got third or second in the Giro before, uh, to Egon Bernal, I think, uh, or, Adams, let's take. Ooh, that's that's Jack Haig. Um, whoops, Bahrain. What just happened? Bahrain victorious. Okay, so I'm just interested. Let's get the clarification here. Of he was second in the Giro, uh, 2021, uh, to Egon Bernal, and Yates was uh, third. There you go. So I wasn't, I had the three. I just didn't really have the order or correct everything. Um, but, but he puts up a time here of 127, 128. So, you know, that's, that's a lot to be losing. Cause you're not, you're not the, you're not like an exceptional, you're a good climber. You're kind of a power climber, but you're not like Egon Bernal used to be, or one of the eights or one of these guys that might be able to take some time in the mountains, uh, especially to Eventipol. So uh, good luck. Uh, Bora Vlasov, he did a good time today. He was top 10 there. Uh, yeah, Kamna, um, but Vlasov is our guy, and he's similar. So he he, I think that's detrimental to him. Uh, Jonathan Lastra, um, I don't know who their, their their main guy is for Kofidis. EF, um, and I, I need to see a picture of EF because my understanding is they have a, 
uh, an alternate jersey for the Giro, and they usually do a horrible job with those. So I, I'm just assuming that's the case. I'll wait and see. Um, Stefan Debaud comes in 114. Betty All, Rigoberto Buran is probably their guy, or Hugh Carthy. Uh, but they have uh, Casado and Cepeda, these two Colombian climbers. I mean, they've got a, a court, Magnus Court. they got a solid team here, but I imagine they're going for uh, Iran, Iran or a Hugh Carthy, who's got, what, 11th or 12th in the, the Giro previously, or, or uh, third in the Vuelta. So, um, you know, he's he's no slouch with the steep stuff. Uh, I don't know what this team is. Um, their top guy was uh, Ilo Komada. Their top guy was about a minute, what, 13, minute 40. Um, Green Project, okay. I don't know who that team is. Groupama. Stefan Kung, uh, they got Pino in Thibaut Pino here. I mean, he's a great climber, so we'll see what uh, what comes about with that one. Um, I don't know. I imagine that's the guy they're going for. Uh, Ineos Grenadier, Filippo uh, Ghana. I mean, he's going to be a work guy. Uh, Tail Gegenhart. Um, he's you know he's won the Giro before, uh, although it was a shortened one, COVID edition. Uh, Garrett Thomas, uh, Pavel Silva. They have a solid team here. Um, imagine. Gegenhart, or it's probably the guy they're they're, they're really going for into one inter marche um Ren terme i don't know who their their man is um yeah i don't i don't know who <laughs> israel primertech um dominico popsavivo ricatello um uh, mads i don't know i don't know who their guys but anyway 120 down jumbo we know primos Movie star Will Bart is their best bet there, but um, who's their guy for the overall? Carlos Verona probably, Oscar Rodriguez maybe. Um, I don't know which who there is. Sudal Evanapol. I mean that's that's an obvious. We'll keep moving. Arkea, um, one thirty eight to the top guy. You got Warren Barkey down there three oh eight. So he's just hoping for stages or points jerseys of some sort, maybe mountains. Team Corotech, um, no one there. Team DSM. Uh, like Newsend, uh, I don't really see anybody for them that, that you'd be worried about. Jaco, Michael Matthews, he's going to get, he has a chance for some sprints tomorrow. Uh, Michael Hepburn, but who they have, uh, Colm Scott's can, I mean, who, I don't know who they have, if anybody for Eddie Dunbar, maybe for the overall, I don't, don't really see much of there, but you know, Matthews lives a minute nine. I mean, he went hard today because there's a chance in Hepburn, a uh, chance for him if he wins a, a sprint that he can, you know, move up. 102, Mads Pedersen, he was in the lead for a while, but who's their guy? Baca Moloma, I guess. Uh, Tom Squeens, oh, their uh, their main guy got COVID, so he he's out. Uh, Jao Mita, Vine, Bren McNulty, these, these guys all kept themselves in the mix uh, for Team UAE. So there you go. How about stage two? Let's see where we're going tomorrow. Uh, we just we talked about it a little bit, but there's some climbing stuff here. There's a few bumps around the way, and then it's going to be flat. Um, let's keep going up through stage. Actually, we'll do preview. So... It looks like semi mountainous, maybe stage four on the ninth. Um, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get a, a mountaintop finish here, or at least an uphill uh, cat two. So that's that's gonna be a big deal. What's that on Wednesday or so? Um, preview. Let's go. Come on, guys. Um, stage five, a little bit. Okay, stage seven on the twelfth. I think that's Friday. Uh, only know that because my my birthday's on the eleventh. Um, there you go. So uh, not a long, well, two hundred eighteen kilometers, but you got a good cap 
uh, two and then a downhill bonus and then a cat two leading into a cat one. So that'll be solid. 171 to 218, 30, you know, 40, almost, well, Jesus, that's a, that's almost a 50 kilometer climb you've got going on there. So that will be a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid for that one. Okay. For some reason I got dogs barking here in the house. Um, okay. Well, is there anything else we want to look at? I think that's pretty much it. So, um, going to be doing quick updates uh, as the tour goes on, put it out for everybody. Uh, I'll try to be doing them. Uh, depends on where my calendar is for work. I'll try to do them right after the stage. It's probably best to do. Um, if not, I'll be doing them in the evening. I don't know. I try to figure out a time where people can tune in the most. I've actually been thinking of doing a Twitter spaces where you just watch along and you can make commentary and people can join in with that. So um, check us out. Find me on Twitter. There's multiple Twitter's handles. It's the one that I don't have very many followers on that I would be doing it from. The cycling one, I think it's just T-J-A-N-K-E or uh, look for Between Two Wheels podcast as well. Uh, anyway, then there was racing out there today in um, Rancho. Maybe I'll talk about that next time when I actually get some results on those. And then maybe I'll head out to try to be in part of the races myself. Maybe, uh, but um, not quite not quite ready for those uh, as of yet. Okay, so... Remco Interval, Venipol wins, kind of slashes everybody. Is the Tour of Italy, is the Giro over? Is it just over for everybody? And uh, because no one's going to be able to, to reach uh, reach him and, and you know pressure him at all? Possibly. But it's going to be fun. So what I love about some of these races, the Giro usually does this, the Volta usually does this, which is they have big determining race uh, climbs early on, the first week. What you do with that is I think it's actually safer for the race because you eliminate some riders immediately. And when they're eliminated immediately, now this time trial might've done, <laughs> done it too, but when they're eliminated immediately from the overall, like thinking that they're going to win, then they're going for stages. Then they stop trying to put so much pressure coming into sprint finishes and other ones. And you, they're not fighting for the front as much. Um, so they're, therefore it's probably a little bit safer. So um, there's always that to think of. I mean, I think this is this is one where um, it's going to be a fun Giro. I mean, uh, I hope so, right? Let's see, while we're going to sign out here, I don't know. Let's see if they have an actual map. I didn't even take a look to see where the actual um, race was starting from. Oh well. All right, everybody. Thanks. Until next time. Out. <laughs> <laughs>